Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chauhan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. The Supreme Court today heard the petition filed by state of Tamil Nadu against the governor withholding assent on bills passed by the legislature. While issuing notice earlier this month, the court had observed that the governor's inaction was a matter of serious concern. Today, the court questioned the three-year delay on the part of the governor in disposing of the bills submitted for his assent since January 2020. The court was informed that the bills had been disposed of on 13th November, but it expressed concerns as to why the governor took the decision only after the court issued notice and why should the governor wait for the parties to approach the Supreme Court. After being informed that the Assembly had readopted the 10 bills in a special session held last week, the bench adjourned the hearing till 1st December to await the further decision of the Governor. During the hearing, the bench also delved into the powers of the Governor regarding bills as per Article 200 of the Constitution. Senior Advocate Abhishek Manusingvi said that the Governor has to return the bill as soon as possible, otherwise it will be a mockery of the constitutional provision. Senior Advocate P. Wilson, also appearing for the state of Tamil Nadu, submitted that if the Governor is allowed to withhold bills indefinitely, the governance will be paralysed and added that the constitution never envisioned such a power for the Governor. CGI further asked if the governor can send the bills to the president after the bill has been repassed by the House, to which senior advocates Singhvi and Mukul Rohtagi unanimously replied that such a course was not open to the governor after the bill had been passed again. Also, in a similar matter, the Apex Court today issued notice on the plea filed by the government of Kerala, alleging that the governor of Kerala was delaying the consideration of bills that the state assembly had passed. The court also sought for assistance of the Attorney General and the Solicitor General in the matter. The plea will now be heard on this Friday. Stay tuned with us. In an important update, N. Chandrababu Naidu has been granted regular bail today by the Andhra Pradesh High Court. As you know that the state's Crime Investigation Department has claimed that the former Chief Minister played a key role in the alleged embezzlement of around 371 crore from the Andhra Pradesh Skill Development Corporation through fictitious companies during the Telugu Desam Party's rule between the years 2014 and 2019. Justice T. Malik Arjun Rao said that from the material available on record, it could not be definitively concluded that the misappropriated amounts were diverted to TDP's bank accounts. Court also said that Naidu could not be held accountable for the discrepancies highlighted in forensic audit report as per which out of the 371 crores, at least 241 crores were misappropriated by SISW and Design Tech diverted to various shell companies. Last month, the High Court had restricted Naidu from giving any press interviews including both print and digital media nor make any public comments in connection with this case. Today, while granting the bail, the court refused to continue these restrictions and said that placing such conditions would have an impact on the electoral prospectus of his political party. 
The Supreme Court today issued notice in a plea by Amadmi Party MP Sanjay Singh challenging his arrest and remand on charges of money laundering over alleged irregularities in the framing and implementation of a now scrapped liquor policy in Delhi. As you already know, Singh has been in custody since last month when he was arrested by the Enforcement Directorate. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti today heard the matter. Senior advocate Abhishek Manu Singhvi, appearing for Singh, questioned the arrest, arguing that it was void ab initio. He explained that Section 19 of PMLA provides for inbuilt safeguards against the arbitrary use of the power. These include the mandate to record reasons in writing for the belief regarding the involvement of the person in an offence of money laundering and to inform the person being arrested of the grounds of their arrest. The bench issued notice returnable in the week commencing from December 11th. It also allowed Singh to file an application for regular bail, which the court said, if filed, would be considered on its own merits. Last month, the Delhi High Court had rejected Singh's petition challenging his arrest and remand in this case. Despite Singh's claim that the case was politically motivated, Justice Swarnakant Sharma had emphasized that court cannot interfere with the work of the Enforcement Directorate in the absence of substantial evidence supporting such allegations. The Calcutta High Court has recently refused to pass any orders allowing the Rail Vikas Nigam Limited, that is RVNL, to uproot in excess of 700 trees in Kolkata's Maidan area for construction of a new metro railway line. In refusing to vacate an earlier order of a coordinate vacation bench preventing the uprooting of trees, a division bench of Chief Justice T.S. Sivangnanam and Justice Rannamai Bhattacharya clarified that work for the metro had not been stopped and only the felling of trees had been injected. It observed that although a metro railway may be in public interest, development would have to be balanced and sustainable. RVNL argued that it was not considering felling the trees at the present stage since it was in talks with the Indian Army, which has the custody of the Maidan area, and that any felling of trees would only take place with permission from the state's forest department. While refusing to stay the order of the vacation bench, the court for efficient disposal of the PIL, Suomoto impleded the state's forest department in the matter and called for affidavits on the issue from the State Government, State Heritage Commission, Union Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change and the Indian Army. The matter has been listed for further hearing on 19th December. In another update, a Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhan Shudholia was today hearing a petition filed by the Advocates Association of Bengaluru seeking contempt action against the Union Ministry of Law and Justice for not adhering to the timeline set by the Apex Court for clearing collegium proposals. A writ petition filed by the non-profit Centre for Public Interest Litigation raising the issue of delay in judicial appointments was also listed along with the contempt petition. The court questioned the central government over its delay in notifying the transfer of certain judges, most of them from Gujarat High Court, even as it cleared the Collegium's recommendation to transfer judges from other high courts. 
On the last occasion, the bench orally deprecated the center's practice of segregating collegium recommendations, which resulted in the interse seniority of judicial nominees being disturbed. Once again, today the top court remonstrated with the Attorney General over the selective clearing of transfer proposals. Although the hearing was ultimately adjourned at the law officer's behest, Justice Call pointed out that out of the names recently recommended, eight candidates had not been appointed, even though some of them were senior to others whose names had been cleared by the government. That the central government had not sent its response to five names suggested by the Supreme Court Collegium. With respect to five others, no step had been taken by the centre despite the recommendations being reiterated once or more. Furthermore, three candidates whose names were recommended in the month of July had not yet been sent with inputs to the top court's collegium. The Supreme Court today directed the state of Tamil Nadu to submit a proposal to the Madras High Court on how it will ensure that the Rashtriya Swayam Sevak Sangh, that is RSS, will be permitted to conduct route marches in the state in future without seeking intervention of the court. The Apex Court has been hearing SLPs filed by the state against the Madras High Court orders directing the police authorities to grant permission to RSS to carry out route marches in the state. Earlier this month, the state of Tamil Nadu had agreed before the Apex Court that it would allow route marches in various districts across the state either on 19th November or on 26th. The court had accordingly asked RSS to submit the proposed routes to the state authorities within three days and the state to take a decision on the routes. Today, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, appearing for the state of Tamil Nadu, informed the court that permission was granted to conduct route marches across all districts on 19th November. He urged that the contempt proceedings be suspended since the respondent, that is RSS, has got the relief prayed for. However, this was strongly objected by senior advocate Guru Krishna Kumar, the counsel for the respondent. The court refused to close the contempt proceedings and asked the state to submit its proposal before the contempt court. It also directed that the High Court must consider such proposal only after inviting objections or suggestions from the RSS as well, as this would avoid unnecessary litigation in the future. The court also denied the request by petitioners that state should be allowed to submit the proposal before the Supreme Court instead of the High Court. Justice Dipankar Datta said that High Court judges are better equipped to consider local conditions. And now an update on the Sharon murder case. The Kerala High Court today said that the validity of the final report submitted by Deputy Superintendent of Police in the case shall be considered by the trial court. The court was considering a petition moved by Grishma who allegedly poisoned Sharon Raj to weasel out of their romantic relationship. Her mother and maternal uncle are also arrayed as co-accused for allegedly abetting the crime and for destroying the evidence. The case was pending trial before the additional sessions court. Grishma approached the High Court challenging the validity of the final report submitted by the Deputy Superintendent of Police. It was submitted that as per Section 173.2 of CRPC, only an officer in charge of a police station could forward the final report to the magistrate on completion of the investigation. 
And so the final report submitted by the deputy superintendent of police in this case was without jurisdiction and had to be quashed. The court noted that all the grievances of the accused regarding non-supply of copies of electronic evidence can be agitated before the trial court itself. Justice P. V. Kunikrishnan thus directed the petitioner to file a petition before the trial court raising this point and the trial court will consider the same and pass appropriate orders in accordance with law. And lastly, an update from the National Green Tribunal regarding the deteriorating air quality in various cities. On 1st November, the NGT had taken suomoto cognizance of the deteriorating AQI on the basis of air quality bulletins in different cities. Raising concern over the same, the principal bench had directed the chief secretaries of the states where the index has dipped to severe, very poor and poor to take immediate remedial action and submit an action taken report. For using the reports submitted, a bench of Chairperson Justice Prakash Srivastava, Justice Sudhir Agarwal and Dr. A. Senthalwell found that the concerned authorities were lacking in making the desired efforts which could bring about improvement in the air quality. In the reports, mostly long-term action plans for controlling the immediate remedial action had not been fully complied with. The bench has now directed all the chief secretaries of the states where the city's AQI is dipped or continues to be severe, very poor and poor to take all possible immediate remedial measures and ensure that the air quality improves. The matter has now been listed for 22nd November. I hope you found this video informative and enjoyable. If you did, please consider giving it a thumbs up and sharing it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you won't miss any of our future content. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.